fourth we go. Jazz lead at 110-109. Donovan makes the free throw. Four minutes to play, series tied at one. Jazz lost game one at home, trying to take the first one from Memphis. High pick and roll with Valanchunas. They want to keep Moran on the right side of the floor. He gets back to his left, pushes the right-hander up, misses. Valanchunas gets the board, flares it out to Brooks. Brooks goes between his legs, dancing into Valanchunas on the post on Gobert. Just shot 40% in the regular season. Kicks out to Brooks, 4-3, no. Offensive rebound, Morant. Kick back out to Brooks. Left corner, three, no. Rebound, Royce O'Neal. Jazz by one, 3.32 to play. Donovan to the front court. Donovan Mitchell's got 22 points today. Calls for a pick from Rudy. They spread the floor. Donovan's being guarded by Kyle Anderson. Donovan accelerates, rises, fires, pow! Three ball, Donovan Mitchell. Mike Conley meets Donovan at half court with a high five and says, yes, sir. Joe Ingles has some words for Donovan and the Jazz are up four. Timeout, 3.15 to play in the fourth. 113-109. We'll take the timeout as well on the Jazz Radio Network. Get a free Utah Jazz dark mode jersey or a signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Plus, with every account opened, we'll donate a jersey to local youth charities. Quantities are limited, so open your account at a branch or online at cypresscu.com today. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Federally insured by NCUA. Jazz have surged back up by four. Memphis has 15 offensive rebounds, 11 of them in the second half. Yeah, I thought they were averaging somewhere around 12. But the big thing off those offensive rebounds is the second chance points that you get off of those, those offensive rebounds. Second chance point number right now. 21 for Memphis, and they're not a great half-court team. They're playing pretty well in the half-court against the Jazz, but when you get 21 offensive rebound points, your half-court offense doesn't have to be as good. Grayson Allen will inbound for the Grizzlies. He gets it to Morant. Morant's got 26 again tonight. Only six free throws today after 20 the other night. Conley defending. He brings him down to the right baseline, now brings a left-hand dribble into the lane, puts up a right-hand push shot short, rebounds loose on the ground, saved by Valanchunas, Morant saves up a right to Donovan. Jazz have numbers, Morant is not up on the other side yet. Five on four break, O'Neal finds Conley, left corner, down low to Rudy, puts up the shot, scored and he's fouled! What faith in Rudy Gobert right there by Mike Conley! And the Jazz are up six, and Rudy's going to the line. And Mike Conley continues his mastery. Grayson Allen got underneath on Rudy, tried to foul him so he wouldn't score. Rudy just too big. Rudy at the line. 15 points, 12 assists, missed the, 12 rebounds, missed the free throw. Jazz by six, 2.45 to play. Here comes Morant. 
They've been trying to get him on the right side of the floor. He's not as good. He hasn't gotten all the way to the left the last few times. Here's Brooks. Off balance three. Way off. Rebound. Mike Conley through Jonas Valanciunas. Oh, Mike Conley, what do you not do? Rebounding guards. It always helps. 115-109. Big bucket here for the Jazz. 2.20 left. Series tied at one. Donovan lining up Dylan Brooks. Rudy comes to set the pick. He goes off the pick to his right. He fires the three. He's fouled by Dylan Brooks. That's it. That will be number six on Dylan Brooks. And Donovan Mitchell continues to draw fouls from Dylan Brooks on three-point shots. That was set up, David, by the last three-point shot that, that Conley made that uh, Dylan Brooks was late getting to. This time he tries to crowd him a little bit. Donovan's just so smart off that play. Make sure that Dylan Brooks runs up his backside. Donovan's film study on this series seems to be at its peak. Maybe that's instinct, but we hear the stories of Donovan in his endless film study and endless watching. I just can't imagine it's coincidental that a guy who watches that much film has drawn six three-point, six fouls on three-point shots on Dylan Brooks in two games. Donovan to the line, three free throws that could cinch this one a little bit. Here comes the first one. Cinch it a little bit. That's, that's a playoff, playoff hedge right there. And the free throw is, I think, good, but our TV feed has completely frozen. So as of right now, David. our TV feed has frozen. Here comes the Donovan's next free throw is good. Well, that would have been quite something if you call an NBA playoff game and have your TV freeze for the final two minutes of the game. That would have been something else. Well, you're pretty good at Free throw coming from Donovan. Number three comes out. So he went two for three. The Jazz lead by eight. They're on a 10-0 run. John Morant to the front court. Two minutes left. Series tied at one. Morant working. Left-hand dribble. Gobert up on him, and we have a whistle and a foul on the pass-off. The Jazz have changed what they're doing defensively here. Really, frankly, to no avail. But it ha- they have changed it. Conley picks up the foul. Team foul on the Jazz. Now both teams will be in the penalty in the bonus from here on out. Actually, Memphis is not in the bonus yet. Morant driving. Cut off by Gobert. Goes to lay it up. Misses rebound. Tapped out. Picked up by Donovan. Jazz have the basketball up by eight. Is this the right time to say run, clock run? It is about that time. Bucket here and you got the game. Donovan directing traffic. Tells Bogdanovich to go to the left side because I want to pick. He comes off the pick, splits the double team, and is fouled. And Donovan will get two free throws with 134 left to completely cinch this game. Ron doesn't like that. <laughs> 134 left in the ball game. I'll give that to you. Two, two free throws since it, yeah. Donovan with 27 points in 28 minutes. He's basically scored a point a minute in this series. Here's Donovan at the line. First free throw, good. Donovan's 10th free throw attempt, he's made eight. 118-109, we were tied with five minutes to play. 
And the Jazz have gone on a 10-0 run to take control of Memphis's last field goals at the 427 mark. Free throw's good for Donovan. 12-0 run by the Jazz. Donovan doing what stars do is score 10 of the final 12. Morant attacking on the right side. Now comes back to left, goes to dunk on Rudy and draws the foul. And Rudy just shrugs it off like, okay. Rudy doesn't actually think he fouled him. And Rudy has five. Morant just came, went to the lane, wanted to dunk on Rudy. I don't know that Rudy fouled him. Uh, maybe. Hard to tell. Morant's free throw is good. First points for the Grizzlies since Morant hit a jumper at the 427 mark exactly three minutes ago. When you think about the, the way this game has gone for Memphis, the guards has been the, the problem for the Jazz. Guards on both sides have actually totaled the exact same amount of points till Morant makes that free throw. Both guards lines had 54 points. Now Morant made a shot. Jazz have it. Conley weaving through the lane. Off balance. Underhand scoop. Missed it. it. Felt like the Grizzlies were trying to foul. Conley was trying to avoid the foul. And then got himself too deep. 119-111. A minute to play. Right side, Jaron Jackson. In the lane against Rudy. Gets it rejected. Pulled out of the air by O'Neal. Picked up by Conley. Fouled by Moran, who's frustrated. Grizzlies gave everything they had. They just got, really, the story of this game is the Jazz just hit them early, took a 12-point lead, and it just gave the Jazz enough wiggle room the whole game that when Memphis came after them, the Jazz just made enough plays to stay ahead, and Memphis may simply have just run out of gas. Well, anytime you're playing uphill, it makes it awfully difficult, but... 119-111. Conley's free throw, good. Mike Conley with 26 points. Mike, who, he and Zach Randolph and Marcus Gasol and Tony Allen, Rudy Gay, built the Memphis Grizzlies. After moving from Vancouver. Right. Second free throw is good for Mike. Jaron Jackson inbounds to Morant. Morant comes down the near side, drives the lane at Rudy, off balance, missed it. Rudy grabs the rebound, this one's done. The Jazz will take a 2-1 to one lead in the series, and it was as hard as you would imagine. Conley, left side, 15 on the shot clock, 42 in the game, and the Jazz lead at 121-111. Game four will be Monday. Rudy through the lane, foul, or knocked out of his hands by Jackson with four seconds on the shot clock. And the Jazz will take a two-game-to-one lead. Game four will be Memorial Day Monday. Game five will be back here in Salt Lake City. Inbound to Rudy with four on the clock. Hands to Donovan. Fires the three. Deep in the cup came out. Donovan will finish the day with 29 points in 29 minutes. Grayson Allen, three left side. No good. Rebound comes down to Conley. Mike Conley, 27 points, six rebounds, and eight assists. And the Jazz win it. 121-111. Royce O'Neal, who was big early with four threes in the first half, holds the ball as the horn sounds. And the Jazz have done what number one seeds need to do. Taking game three 
and can take complete control of this series on Monday night. If they haven't already. Ron, your thoughts on this one? I loved it. I like the the effort, I think. I'm, I'm, I'm gauging this on both teams. How adjustments are made throughout the basketball game and, and, and the challenge of, of, of trying to um, from each team trying to take advantage of your adjustment knowing that adjustments come if you understand what I mean. I mean, there's so many things that goes on in a basketball game that I think that, that players uh, and coaches, you know, you, you, you're trying to figure out. Uh, but what? the guard line of both of these teams was, was, was the story, I think. Ron, what do tonight. you think the impact is in this series that Taylor Jenkins was Quinn Snyder's assistant in Austin and then they worked together for a year in Atlanta and are now, they clearly know how each of them think and what they're likely to do. Brad Jones is also on Memphis's staff, was with Quinn for a year. What, what's your thought on the impact that has on the chess game that's going on here? Well, it has a huge do they know Quinn? Uh, they've gotten into Quinn's head. I mean, they work with Quinn. They they strategize with Quinn. So obviously, uh, they know exactly what Quinn wants to do. But things you have to have personnel or the type of players in order to to to, to make the type of things happen out there on the floor that you want. And and I'm not so sure that when uh, Brad or when uh, Taylor Jenkins was working with Quinn that he had the personnel and the players that he has now because, as we mentioned, since the bubble, Quinn just changed what he wants to do out there on the floor as far as the three-point shooting, the, the pace of play, the passing of the basketball, everything has changed. So it, it's, it's probably been a, a chore or something a little difficult for, for Jenkins and Brad Davis to, to figure out, but, you know, they got a pretty good basketball team over there. Game was tied. Tim Lacombe, Jake Scott joining us now. Guys, the game was tied at 98, 100, 103, 105, 107, 109. And then from that moment on, the Jazz closed the game on a 12-2 run. Well, you talk about clutch time all the time, David. And, uh, you know, the Jazz, not only were they down with five minutes to go, down two, but the momentum, I, I felt like, it totally shifted and. Uh, Memphis was pretty much had all the bounces going for him, offensive rebound after offensive rebound. So for the Jazz at that point to go on that run, like you said, and really they scored four points uh, from the five-minute mark on. Um, just a, a great job defensively. Everybody really locked in. And then, you know, what can you say? Donovan, Mike, you know, Rudy, just everybody made big plays. Uh, I thought uh, Rudy's little and one was a little reminiscent of, of our friend Mark Eaton. Uh, got a little dump down there and made a nice little play over his shoulder. Uh, but just a great win overall. Uh, you know, that game could have definitely gone any way, and the Jazz figured out a way to get it done. Booner, I got a question for you. How hard is that to do? Where the other team has all the momentum in the fourth, they come all the way back, they take a lead. How hard is it to do to shut the door on that in, uh, in front of a road crowd and then pull away at the end? Well, it takes poise. Uh, it takes confidence. It takes uh, good execution. Uh, and then it takes hustle plays. Uh, you, you make a big play that leads to a bucket or you come up with a steal that leads to a bucket or a block shot that leads to a bucket, all of a sudden that momentum changes. I mean, it's, it's just the, the nature of the game. I mean, that's what 
can happen at, at, at any time. Donovan makes a huge three-point shot, gets Brooks in trouble, and, and, and knocks down another one. So it, it's, you know, those type of things can change the momentum uh, into your favor in a heartbeat. I would think that would be tough. Uh, you know, staying focused like that and, uh, you know, having not faith, I suppose. Up is what yeah. You're yeah, 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 yeah. I would think that'd be hard because Memphis fought like crazy to get back, you know, to that point. And it would be easy to, to see them pulling away and to stop that, I thought was really impressive. The other thing I thought was impressive tonight was just, you know, I thought at the end of the day, the Jazz really, there were uh, several different things. You know, you talk about the Mike Conley deal with, with Dylan Brooks where the Jazz could have lost their composure. And I thought tonight the Jazz showed great emotional intelligence throughout the game. Uh, didn't caught up, get caught up in all that stuff. Uh, when the momentum shifted, they stayed with their game plan um, and, and really just went back to the bread and butter of things that work. David, you surprised uh, Morant's a minus 22? Nope. Is that because of the pull away at the end? Nope. Well, yes, it is because of the pull away at the end. It's also because who's – so who's t- – Destroying the Grizzlies. Who is destroying the Grizzlies? Like what play on our team's conducting the entire series right now? Mike Conley. Oh, Mike Conley. And yeah. who's usually guarding him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. Simple like, explanation. John Mar- I mean, John Moran is terrific, but um, I had a note in the first half of this game that would be one of those notes you would only get on a radio broadcast. The Jazz have run 64 pick and rolls with John Morant being the ball handler defender, 33 with Dylan Brooks, and 30 with Grayson Allen. Who do you think they're hunting? Yeah. That's part of the idea of slowing him down, right? Make him guard. And Mike was plus 16 tonight. And what was Grayson Allen? Because he had a really good offensive game, and they Uh, went at him every single play in the second half. Uh, Minus four. Okay. And I actually thought Grayson did a pretty good job every now and then on the one-on-one defense, but they – they hunted Grayson Allen, and I'll give Boyan credit because they hunted Boyan, and and Joe Ingles and Joe Ingles and Joe Joe Ingles got played off the floor. Like yeah. we got the whole Rudy Gobert played off the floor thing. Joe Ingles, Dylan Brooks right now is shooting. I have to look it back up. I think it. What did I have? Eight? Did I say eight of nine? I said, why are you looking that up? It, it, that's what I meant by when you when the momentum changes. I mean, you you, you know exactly your game plan. So you, you stick with your game plan. That momentum can change at any time. Dylan Brooks is shooting eight of nine in this series when guarded by Joe Ingles. I'd say that's pretty that's good. A pretty good percentage. Yeah, there, so, right? I mean, these are the things that start happening in a series, right? You got two really smart. And clearly the Jazz knew it, right? Dylan, like, and the, the other one, because the Jazz have had George Niang tried to guard Dylan Brooks a little bit, which I actually don't hate because George Niang, if he picks up a foul or two, it doesn't matter. And and he's physical enough and big enough to handle him. Um, the funny thing about that, by the way, is that Joe Ingles did the best on Dylan Brooks during the regular season. Dylan Brooks was only two of eight in the regular season on Joe Ingles, but the guys play differently in the playoffs, so you got to adapt. Real quick, before we let you guys go, i got to share this. Just got a really funny tweet from Daniel, and uh, he tweets in. He says, Brooks and Jaw, this is our house. Mountain Mike, I'm here for my rent money. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. Let's go get let's go get the next one before we demand rent money. Yeah, good point there. Hey, great job, guys. Uh, fun guys. fun seeing you across the glass, by the way. Good to oh, see you both. Okay. And Amanda too. She's busting her butt up there. She's doing a good job. Thanks, guys. Appreciate see you. you. 121 to 111 is your final. We're breaking it down next. Jazz take a two games to one lead in the series right here on the Jazz Radio Network.
Get a free Utah Jazz dark mode jersey or a signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Plus, with every account opened, we'll donate a jersey to local youth charities. Quantities are limited, so open your account at a branch or online at cypresscu.com today. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, it's Jan from Toyota. Summer's finally here, and with a great deal on a new Camry, RAV4, Highlander, Tacoma, and more, you can celebrate all of your favorite summer holidays, like Cinco de Mayo. Independence Day, International Pizza Party Day, pepperoni please. Kick off summer at your Toyota dealer and get $12.50 cash back on a new 2021 Highlander. Cash back from Toyota financial services varies by regency dealer for details offer n six one twenty one. Visit your Utah Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. Home searching has improved with technology, yet many are left feeling overwhelmed with extensive information and seemingly endless options at their fingertips. Research has shown that while the majority of buyers begin their search online, they quickly turn to the assistance of a realtor to guide them through this complex and infrequent transaction. A realtor can help sort through the mountains of data to help locate, properly price, and close on the best home for you. The internet provides information, a realtor provides knowledge. Expert help doesn't cost, it saves. Hire a realtor. Ingles will inbound, finds Bogdanovich, contested three. Good! Boy on Bogdanovich! And the Jazz win! Jazz fans, they're finally here. Head to jazzteamstore.com now to order the Don Issue number two gear. At checkout, make sure to use Route, a new service available to fans that will ensure and track your order from the time it leaves the arena to the moment it's on your doorstep. What are you waiting for? Visit jazzteamstore.com to get your Don Issue number two today. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz taking two games to one lead in their best of seven series against Memphis Grizzlies with a win, one twenty one to one eleven. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, and coach the Jazz were in control of this thing for most of the game. Memphis really pushed in the second half and uh, actually took a lead in the fourth quarter, and then the Jazz closed the door. Impressive victory, and Mike Conley, uh, Mike Conley was just terrific. How, how good was he? I mean, had it felt so good going back to the place he played for so many years, and he looked comfortable playing out there. Uh, played, like David said, pretty much ran the whole thing tonight. Um, you know, everybody did a, a little bit, but uh, Mike hit big shot after big shot, set guys up, uh, ended up with 27 points, eight assists, and six rebounds. Just an, a mammoth game for Mike. 27, eight, and six. Whew. Had some moments with Dylan Brooks. He was a big part of the reason the Jazz pulled away in the fourth quarter. And uh, we were just talking about with Locke. Uh, the Jazz are going at uh, Jaw defensively. And, you know, we, we talk about how great Ja Moran is, and there's some things he needs to complete uh, his game. And, you know, defense apparently is one of those because they, they took advantage of him a little bit tonight. They did. I like the Jazz uh, philosophy. They went at him, and they, they really picked their matchups well at going at Grayson Allen. Um, you know, when Bojan is being covered by Grayson, they go right into the post. Uh, I like the guard-to-guard ball screens to get the right matchup and get the, the switch, uh, whether it be Jaw or Grayson. But really good utilization of the playbook by, by Quinn and his staff tonight. 
Um, and, and I'm telling you, the most important thing the Jazz did tonight is they stayed totally locked in. Um, a lot of different things could have got them frayed and, and got them frustrated. When you're in a, an opposing gym, they're making a run. The place feels like the roof's going to blow off. And the Jazz stayed composed and made those plays down the stretch. And I, I think this is a huge step forward. We talk about little markers along the way. This is a good one. This is a, this is, this is a very, very quality win. Uh, as for the Grizzlies, let's see here. John Morant had 28 to lead the way. Dylan Brooks uh, had 27. But big difference tonight for Morant. He went to the line eight times as opposed to 20. I think that stat alone will tell you that uh, the Jazz played better defense on him tonight. Yeah, and, and they did exactly uh, what we saw. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to watch it again. Uh, but they really did kind of stack the paint with bodies or, or um, you know, really shrink the floor. Uh, you saw them late many times to, to Kyle Anderson. Uh, went under the ball screen many times with Jaws instead of trying to chase it over the top. You know, Jaws going to step back and make a couple of those, but I still love the fact that they really baited Memphis into taking 41 threes tonight. That is just not Memphis's game. And, um, you know, you look down the line, Brooks was one for seven. Jackson took five. Anderson took five. Um, when you get them doing that, that's a win because those are just possessions – um, you know, then they're not doing exactly what they want to do. Yeah, the only one who really made any was Grayson Allen, who went five for eight. Everybody else was one for. Uh, John Morant was two for seven. And those those two he made were concerning because it's when the Jazz went under the pick. But you you Austin and I actually were in here talking about it. I think going under on him, you know, he might make a couple of those, but that still might be the way to go with him. I think so. It takes away. You're always looking to try to take away a guy's best thing. Um, and Jaws, a downhill player, who wants to get to the rim. Like you talked about, it's one way to avoid fouls, too. Uh, you go under it and bait him into shooting that. Now you got to just get the rebound. The Jazz struggled rebound on the ball in the second half. Um, did a nice job uh, in the first half, but uh, Memphis was able to get 16 offensive rebounds, 12 in the second half, and that was a huge part of how they were able to kind of creep back into the game. All right, your final score, the Jazz beat the Grizzlies, 121-111. to They take a two-games-to-one lead in the series. Up next, Game 4 from Memphis coming your way on Monday night. The game will tip off at 7.30. For those of you sticking around with us, we've got post-game sound for you. We'll continue to break this one down as well right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Sweet revenge! This has been Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Lexus, and Murray, and Lexus of Linden by Zions Bank. For a noteworthy approach to banking, Zions Bank is for you. And by your Utah Toyota dealers. For all the latest jazz interviews, insight, and breaking news, go to 1280thezone.com and utahjazz.com. Are you levitating again? This is Utah Jazz Basketball on the Utah Jazz Radio Network. The show must go on. It's a phrase you hear a lot, and it means that regardless of what happens, you still got to perform. But our team likes to think about it differently. The game must go on. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the season, that's why we work hard. To give our fans the performance they came to see, wherever, whenever. So get ready, because around here, it's always game time. For performing your best in every situation, Zions Bank is for you. Zions Bank, a division of Zions Bank Corporation, N.A. member FDIC. Want to know the secret to making sure everything at Smith's is fresher than fresh? Our secret shoppers. 
Spies we hire to expertly inspect our produce department in every store. Their mission is to ensure we have the freshest of everything from strawberries to lettuce, bananas, and more. Ooh, looking good, guys. Now that the secret is out, you know what else is? How about tomatoes that are fresher than fresh? Smith's, fresh for everyone. Inspired by the West, clean, crisp, and sparkling, containing only what you want and nothing you don't. That was Uinta Brewing's approach in crafting our latest innovation, Westwater Hard Seltzer. Born of natural ingredients and infused with natural fruit flavors, each 12-ounce serving contains only 100 calories, 2.5 grams of carbs, and still checks in at 5% ABV. Westwater Hard Seltzer. Let the good times flow. In Utah, there's a sense of we're all in this together. It's a philosophy of caring for others. From helping a stranger with their flat tire to welcoming a new family to the neighborhood. At University of Utah Health, we take care of Utah like Utahns take care of each other. Maybe that's why University of Utah Health is the most trusted healthcare in the state. There's only one you. Be treated that way. Learn more at uofuhealth.org. The game may be over, but our coverage of Utah Jazz basketball is just beginning. This is the Utah Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Right corner three, pow! Presented by Mark Miller Subaru, Utah's only negotiation-free Subaru retailer. The official Subaru partner of the Utah Jazz. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz game night post game show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz up now on the Grizzlies. Two games to one in their best of seven first round playoff series. Thanks to a win tonight, one twenty one to one eleven in Memphis. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, with you. Post game brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all new two thousand twenty one Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Coach, let's check out uh, the um, let's check out uh, let's see here sharp stats of the game. Excuse me. Brought to you by Les Olson Company. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner tonight. The Jazz shot forty nine point four percent from the field. They were forty four point two percent from three. Nineteen of forty three, led by Donovan Mitchell, who had twenty nine points on nine of twenty three shooting. Mike uh, Mike Conley had twenty seven eight assists and six rebounds. Mike was eight of sixteen, seven of ten from three. Uh, let's see here. Bogdanovich had 15. Rudy had 15 to go along with 14 points and four block shots. Royce O'Neal with 12. Jordan Clarkson had 15 coming in off the bench for the Grizzlies. John Morant had 28. Dylan Brooks with 27. Grayson Allen had 16 coming in off the bench. And the Grizzlies shot 43% and 31.7% from three, 13 of 41. Another really nice offensive performance from the Utah Jazz coach. Yeah, they, they were in a great rhythm. And um, the one thing that Memphis has not really done is taken away three-point shots. The Jazz have taken 43 a night pretty much. And again tonight, um, find a way to get a good mix of catch and shoot, transition, uh, draw and kick, and, and then just straight off the bounce threes. But they got enough um, of a look of all those different types and uh, did a nice job. Of of moving the basketball, playing off the pass. I know that's one thing Quinn's talked about a bunch. 
Well, you could certainly tell it tonight and uh, really attacked well. Uh, I thought they got their defense uh, going up against Jaw a little bit uh, more in hand. Dylan Brooks continues to be surprisingly good offensively. We knew he was a good defender and knew he was scrappy, but he's shooting the lights out, although his percentage was certainly down tonight uh, from where it's been in the first couple of games. He was 11 of 24 and 1 of 7 from 3. You know, and I, I like Dylan's emotion. I think it's it's good. You know, it's helped this team. But I almost feel like the, his emotion hurt them tonight. Yeah. Um, just a little bit too over the top. Curious to see if something happens. Um, you know, I've, I've seen many people comment that, you know, if, if the league does look at it, there's a good chance uh, that he could be suspended. My only question, there's a referee standing on the baseline, um, standing literally right in front of the play. So, uh, obviously, we couldn't see. We kind of saw the windup. Uh, but we didn't see much. So that'll be something the league looks at. But Brooks, is he's a phenomenal player. But, again, tonight I thought he got a little bit out of his comfort zone. Just just to your point here, because Mike Conley is the most level-headed dude in the NBA. And to hit that three and then get in Brooks's ear going down the other, you know, that's uncharacteristic of Mike Conley. I think Brooks might have had those one of those moments where he may have pushed it a little too far and the Jazz said enough. Well, and, and the best part about it is, you know, he, Mike did not respond to the cheap shots. Nope. And typically you'll see like a double technical. That's when you know the guy's kind of getting, you got at him, he got back at you. But Mike did a great job of just making sure, um, you know, Dylan's, he's going to be the one acting the fool. And so, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. But um, Jazz played through a whole lot of stuff tonight. Um, for them to close the game, I, I've been there many times, and you have the control of the game, the game kind of flips on you. Uh, and everything's moving against you for the Jazz to kind of get it slowed down and find ways to execute and get stops. That was that was masterful. And pull away and win by 10. Win by 10. Just slam the door shut. That's what brought up with Boone during crosstalk. I think that's incredibly impressive. That can't be easy to do when the game starts working against you like that. And the other team, you know, imagine the 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 energy that Memphis feels going up by two. You just smack that down and win by 10 is pretty darn impressive. Well, and the way that, you know, Memphis has down the stretch, you know, they've closed games and they've been really good down the stretch. So the Jazz really flipped the script tonight. And, um, you know, they they dominated on offensive possessions, getting exactly what they wanted. And it was really Memphis that ended up kind of making mistakes, taking tough shots, where the Jazz, you know, the, the, the veteran nature of these guys, particularly – uh, Donovan and Mike, I thought, really paid dividends. All right, let's go down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. All right, we'll start with Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Coach, your defense down the stretch was so clutch, seven stops in the last eight possessions. What went into that? Well, we've, you know, one of the things we've talked about is trying to get better defensively as the game goes on. Um, you know, obviously, Jaw is such a terrific player. Um, you know, I, I thought really, as much as anything, you know, Mike Conley, he he, he was unbelievable. Um, just his quickness, his presence on the ball, and then the next thing is we, we we started rebounding. You know, we were giving up some loose ball rebounds, some long rebounds. You know, I don't think we, there were possessions where we were quite tough enough to come up with rebounds. And we were really to close possessions, and, and I thought that really made the difference on the defense end. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. When, when uh, you guys went down two and then you followed up by reeling off that 12-0 to run, 
Uh, what did you tell your team in that in that moment to kind of get them settled and get things you know going back in your in your favor again? You know, I, I think we've talked about it for a while, and, and there's going to be swings in games, and particularly playoff games. Um, sometimes it's a shorter span of six, seven minutes. Sometimes it's a quarter. Um, sometimes it's a game. You know, I think you know you can't get too high or too low emotionally. And you got to just keep focusing on execution. And, and that's that's really what we tried to do. I thought offensively, you know, we got spaced. You know, we simplified a little bit. And you know, Donovan, Mike in particular, um, you know, we're able to attack. Uh, you know, the, the other thing, Boyan really steadied us throughout the game. I thought his baskets um, during a stretch where we weren't getting stops, you know, kind of stopped the bleeding, so to speak. But and we've got an unselfish group and guys kind of hung in there and, and we talk a lot about closing and we were able to, we were able to do that tonight. And, and, and it was the whole group. Sarah Todd, Deseret News next. When, when you, you talk about those closing minutes and what you're able to see from Donovan, how much of that is a mental game, especially on the road? Well, you know, for him, you know, having not played in a while, uh, I think, I don't think he's thinking about that. You know, I, I think he's such a competitor and he's thinking about winning. And, you know, when you have a guy that has that much belief in himself, um, that much belief in his teammates and that competitive fire, you know, he's going to make some things happen and he's not going to be successful in every possession, but he's not going to be deterred either. And his emotion is something that our, our whole group feeds off of. Uh, but I thought, like I said, I, I think Mike defensively down the stretch, you know, was terrific as well. So those guys were able to kind of pick their spots together. Um, and that's been really important for us where no one has to carry the load on their own. Um, but we know when Donovan's got the ball late that, you know, he's going to, he's going to make a play. Last question, Ben Anderson, kslsports.com. Jaw still had 28 points, but it seemed like it was more difficult for him than it was uh, in game two. What, what did you see differently? Well, you know, the, the transition opportunities that, that presented themselves in game two were something that, you know, we really talked about getting, giving up layups and easy baskets, you know, gets guys going. I thought we did a much better job of, of not fouling, you know, showing our hands in certain situations and, uh, that that was that was really important, um, and then I, g I guess the other thing, you know, I thought we, we had more of a presence protecting the paint with our bigs. I, I think we still need to be better um, with some of their penetration, both with, with John also with with Dylan. Um, but you're not going to. They're they're great players, and they're going to get where they want to go. And um, like I said, sometimes they're going to make some tough shots, but when they miss, that, that's that's where we've really got to make sure that we're better you know, not giving them second chance points. A lot of those rebounds end up getting kicked out um, for threes, but, you know, those guys are hard to guard and they're really good and you just got to keep competing. And, you know, I think judging it more by kind of the process and, and, and what we're doing defensively and seeing the film, and, you know, trying to execute as opposed to looking, you know, at a stat line, you know, a great player can have a huge night and he had a huge night the other night, but I didn't feel like, you know, we executed as well. We could, you know, you can execute great and he can still have a big night because he's that good a player. But 
you know, I thought collectively we were more conscious. All right. That's all the time we have. Thank you, coach. There you go. Jazz head coach, Quinn Snyder, coach Lacombe. what do you think about what coach Snyder had to say tonight? Well, he made a great point about transition. I think that's one area that the jazz felt like they could be better in transition, take away the opportunities. Um, I thought tonight they did a good job. You know, very rarely did it feel like um, that Memphis was just, you know, pushing the ball right down their throat like the other night. Um, there were there were spurts in the game where they, they got some easy stuff, but for the most part, the Jazz did a good job getting back, getting identified, ball stopped, um, and uh, it felt like the, you know, the really the only major kind of lack, lack or uh, lacks the Jazz showed tonight was was on the glass. You know, the Memphis had a ton of energy, and a lot of those plays that gave them a lot of life was just not getting those rebounds. So that's something they got to watch and look at. But love the way they address transition. I feel like that was a, a, a big part of the, the win in this game. Let's get a look at your points in the paint brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA. That's Serta with a C. We do painting, you do life. Points in the paint tonight. Jazz outscored 54-34. to 34. So Memphis had a 20-point advantage in the paint. Again, not a surprise when the other team has John Moran. Yeah, that's where they're going, and um, but but I like the way the Jazz uh, utilized the paint, particularly early. Um, felt like that when Memphis kind of extended pressure, the Jazz got a little bit uh, perimeter uh, dependent. But they started the game and really, with Rudy rolling and guys attacking the rim, it really kind of set the tone. I thought that was a, a nice shift to start the game tonight. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final tonight from Memphis. Jazz beat the Grizzlies 121-111. We'll have more post-game sound for you coming up next here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz fans, this season when the Utah Jazz get eight or more steals in a game, you can steal a classic Arby's roast beef sandwich for only $1 the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com to learn more. When you're a member at America First Credit Union, there's only one path to happiness, and that's whatever path you choose. So no matter where it may lead you, whatever you need to get there, or how far it may go, We'll do our best to make sure it's clear with the America First Visa credit card. Because the only happiness that matters to us is yours. Truly. Federally insured by NCUA. Equal opportunity lender. Hey, jazz fans. Get the latest and greatest jazz gear at the Utah Jazz Team Stores located inside Bivens Arena, inside Smith's Marketplace at 3215 South Valley Street in Salt Lake, or online at jazzteamstore.com. And don't forget to follow the Jazz Team Store on Twitter and Instagram at Jazz Team Store for giveaways, special releases, and stock updates. Visit jazzteamstore.com or stop by the Team Store for the best and exclusive gear of Utah Jazz gear. Go Jazz! Hey, Jazz fans, when you're shopping for your game day essentials, don't forget to pick up a bag of Ruffles potato chips. Each chip is cooked to crispy, crunchy perfection with the classic Ruffles ridges you know and love. Try out our new Ruffles flavors, Flamin' Hot Barbecue and Double Crunch Spicy Cheddar Jack. Ruffles is proud to be the official chip of the NBA and an official sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Ruffles, own your ridges. With Les Olsen IT backing you up, you'll be ready for whatever the game throws at you. 
From cutting edge network security, data backups and support, to servers, document management and advanced copiers, Les Olson is always in position and ready to clinch the win for your business. Visit lesolson.com slash tech today. Les Olson Company, your office technology partner. Les Olson Company. Larry H. Miller dealerships want your car. We're buying from you during the big buyback. Used cars are in demand. We're paying really big money. Don't waste time trying to sell your car yourself. We'll buy it on the spot and pay you today. With over 60 dealerships all buying, there has never been a better time to sell your car. The Big Buyback at Larry H. Miller Dealerships. Online at LHMauto.com. Driven by you. Jazz fans, this season when the Utah Jazz get eight or more steals in a game, you can steal a classic Arby's roast beef sandwich for only $1 the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com to learn more. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final tonight, Jazz take a two games to one lead in their series with the Grizzlies thanks to a 121-111 win in Memphis. Uh, what should we do here? Let's do, uh, let's do Master of the Glass. Safe Light Autoglass, proud to announce they're going to be donating $4,800 to the United Way of Utah, which provides parents, caregivers, and neighbors the tools for childhood education, youth, uh, youth social and emotional family, and financial stability. This year's Master of the Glass is Rudy Gobert, of course, secured 960 rebounds throughout the regular season, uh, bringing that donation again to $4,800. Tonight's Master of the Glass, uh, Rudy. As usual, one Rudy points. Gobert, one Rudy Gobert, 14 rebounds tonight for Rudy to go along with his 15 points and four block shots. That's four blocks, two games in a row, right? He had four the other night as well. So um, just absolute, you know, domination down there. Just like we've talked about all year long, you, you just get used to seeing 15 and 14, 18 and 12. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a Rudy night. And um, I thought he was, Exceptionally good tonight. Even shots that Memphis made, uh, particularly late. Ja made a floater over the top of him. Brooks made a, a tough shot over the top. They they have to earn those, you know, when Rudy's in there. And he, he, he had a nice game. Yeah, he sure did. In fact, he is standing by in the media room. Let's go ahead and hear Rudy's post-game uh, comments. First up, we'll have Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Rudy, obviously, uh, we learned passing of Mark Eaton today. And I was just wondering if you could kind of tell us what you were feeling and how much his relationship with you meant to you. I mean, it's tough. You know, it's someone that uh, I really appreciate it. You know, great guy. Uh, we were texting a few days ago. You know, we went to his house a few times. You know, just, uh, just a great guy. Uh, you know, obviously, he had a great career, but he, as a as a human being, as a person, you know, someone that I really look up to. 
you know, and uh, and I learned a lot, you know, just from being around him. So uh, definitely gonna be missed, uh, and not just me, but uh, in the community with all the great things that he's done and uh, all the people that he's he's been inspiring his whole life. Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Rudy, the Grizzlies go up to like in the last about four or four and a half minutes to go, and then you guys reel off a 12-0 run. Obviously, it seemed like the defense kind of picked up. The rebounding got a little better. What did you guys do in that stretch to really kind of retake control of the game? Just focus on the little things, you know, make sure that uh, we're getting those rebounds, that we're communicating better, and, uh, you know, and offensively, make sure the ball was moving. and. Uh, you know, when we do those three things, uh, you know, everything else kind of kind of flows. You know, and uh, sometimes we get distracted through the games, you know, for calls or like turnovers and stuff like that. But we, when we're able to refocus, you know, reconnect, uh, it's really hard to for us to lose when we play that way. Uh, Kristen Kenny, Jazz TV. Um. Rudy, what have you seen defensively from Mike Conley in this series, and in particular, what he did tonight? I, mean, I know Mike is one of the best defensive point guards in the NBA. Uh, his, his quickness, you know, his hands and his uh, his experience, you know, his knowledge of the game, you know, he's uh, he's making good decisions and quick decisions, and uh, you know, having me back there and talking to him and. You know, try to help him. You know, it's it's definitely uh, something that we love to do. Uh, you know, we're really confident with him guarding anyone. And uh, you know, obviously, Ja is a he's a he's a, he's a really talented player. You know, he has he has a little size advantage on on Mike, but uh, you know, it takes uh, it takes a team effort. And tonight, you know, uh, Mike was big time defensively. Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Rudy, other than a couple of minutes to start the second half, you were really good against Jonas Valanciunas. What are you seeing in that matchup? He's a very good player. You know, I've been playing him since I'm 18 years old. So, you know, times change, but, you know, it's still, uh, you know, we both grown as players over the years. And, uh, you know, every time I, I play against him, I know that, you know, he's going to he's gonna try to give me his best shot. And, you know, I try to do the same. And, you know, he's, he's very physical, he's very talented, and uh, I know that, you know, I have to battle all night if I want to try to limit him. Uh, Nicole Garena, Tab Deportes out of Puerto Rico. Hi, Rudy. Congrats for the win. Gracias. You're welcome. De nada. How important is for you won this game into the honor of Mark Eaton, who, as you mentioned, had been your mentor? I mean, it means, means everything, you know. Uh, I know that if he was there, I would have probably got a little text after the game uh, saying that, way, way to protect the pain, big guy. So, you know, uh, I know he's watching uh, and I know he's going to be watching for, you know, the rest of the players and everything else. So, you know, uh, I feel his presence, you know, and I definitely, you know, uh, had to come out tonight and make sure I was getting, helping the team get a win. You know, just just to to honor him. All right, and last question, Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. 
Really just those fourth quarter offensive rebounds that they had. Kind of what were you experiencing out there on the floor when they when they were getting those and kind of what do you guys need to clean up with that? I think you were, you were, you were starting before the shot. You know, we were always uh, kind of like uh, trailing the plays, uh, miscommunicating, I mean, not communicating enough and, uh, you know, cross match. And, and then when you start defensive, when you, when you, when you start defensively like that, bad things happen. And, you know, they were crashing. They were really aggressive on the board. And, you know, we, we couldn't box out because we weren't connected and we we're cross match. So it takes, it starts before the shot. You know, it starts when the defense starts. We have to communicate, you know, make sure we, we match up. And if we cross match, make sure that everybody is aware of the cross match, of the mismatch, and make sure that everyone get, you know, do what he has to do to, to get a hit and, and get on the boards. And at the same time, you got to give them credit. You know, they, they were really aggressive and uh, they, got, they got away with a few of them. All right. That's all for tonight. Thank you, Rudy. Rudy Gobert there, uh, big game tonight from uh, Rudy. There's no doubt about it. 15 points, 14 boards, four block shots. Thought it was interesting what he was talking about with the offensive rebounds there toward the end because that almost was the undoing of the Jazz. They uh, surrendered 16 offensive rebounds to Memphis, only got seven of their own. Uh, but uh, that that could have been a big problem. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he makes a good point. When Jazz, you know, they get cross-matched or mismatched um, when they switch – uh, a lot of times you'll see Rudy go to attack a shot late, uh, and it just leaves, you know, kind of free runs at the glass. The one thing, you know, a guy like Bojan and, and George, uh, particularly you know, guys with a little bit of size, got to step in and knock somebody down. You know, they got to they got to block somebody out. And right now in those situations where Memphis is, is you know, having a bunch of successes, they're just kind of relentlessly going to the glass. So the Jazz got to find a way to put a body on a guy. I think that's the next step in kind of being able to uh, step over this this grizzly hurdle. Because that was not as big of an issue in game two. It was a huge issue in, in game one. So they were able, able to uh, hold it at bay. Uh, Valanciunas had 13 boards tonight. So did uh, Anderson. Uh, Kyle Anderson also added 13 rebounds. But Valanciunas had six offensive rebounds of his own. So it's going to be something. Rudy talked about how it starts before the shot. And I'm telling you, if you go back and watch them, most of the time Valanchunas has got a free run because Rudy's contesting. So definitely something they they can watch on film. I like the way they address transition. Um, that This will be another thing Quinn called out tonight. So they'll I'm sure they'll spend some time watching the film and seeing where guys can do a little better job. Um, but overall, you know, you just have to love the energy the Jazz came out with. Um, you know, I hear reports how, how loud and crazy, which we talked about, is the energy was going to be, insane um so for the jazz to be able to figure out a way to win this game um you know the crowd's still going to be into it but not like they'd be into it if they if the grizzlies were actually up 2-1 donovan mitchell tonight at 29 points on 9 of 23 shooting he got to the line 11 times he's 9 of 11 5 assists 2 rebounds let's go back to memphis and hear from donovan mitchell we'll jump in with sarah todd desert news first Donovan, uh, Kyle Anderson had a putback and cut the lead to three, and then there was a timeout. And when you went back to the timeout, you were pointing to your head and telling the team, it's all in here. How much of the end of that game was a mental battle versus a physical? Um, I think the biggest thing, I think a lot of it was mental. You know, that's what I was kind of saying to the guys. was like, look, 
you know, we're going to make mistakes, but it's how do we respond to that? And you knew, we understood that this team is going to come back. We can go up 20, 30 against the team. They're going to come back. You know, they just have that, that will about them and hats off to them for that. But it's all about the mental part, you know, locking in, executing, um, and then also responding to adversity when you make mistakes, you know, when you miss three shots in a row, when they make five shots in a row. That's what the playoffs are. That's what it's going to come down to. Um, and I felt like from the bubble, like we kind of let, we had mental lapses, three straight games, you know, and I think this is a game where we come out, you know, they go on a run and we come out and I think it was like 16 to four or 12 to whatever it was. Like that's the mental fortitude we need to have on both ends of the floor. Mike coming in, getting a huge rebound, Rudy going up vertical, getting the block. Like that's huge, you know, cause we could have easily put John on the free throw line, giving up a second chance points. Like that's all it was. Um, and we did a really good job of that when it mattered now, but now we got to do it every possession, you know, because they can't, we can't let them back in the game. You know, they're going to continue to fight and we got to be able to withstand the runs and not let them go up one for us to be like, oh, shoot, like we got to help go ahead and lock in. Tony Jones, The Athletic. What were you saying? What were you saying personally in, 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 in the closing minutes for you and those closing possessions? And, you know, how big were those possessions uh, for, for you individually as, as well as for the team, just overall in the team concept? Um, I think the biggest thing was just trying to figure out how they regarded me. They surprised me. Um, they hadn't blitzed the whole series and then they got me on a, on the turnover. Um, that can't happen. That's a mental error. Like going back to what I said to Sarah, like those are things that can't happen, but, um, understanding that, you know, guys are in certain positions, whether it's Valentinus Jackson, who's on me, who's, who's going to help off who, like that was really what I was trying to do, manipulate that space and manipulate the game. And that's the biggest thing I've been working on throughout my career is trying to find ways to put myself and my teammates in positions to, to, to score. And um, fortunately at the end, it were my opportunity to get down to Hill and attack and go from there. But um, that was really what the last few minutes uh, were. <clears throat> Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. John, along those lines, what were kind of the, the biggest factors tactically or schematically or whatever in that kind of closing 12-0 run that enabled you guys, you know, stop their momentum and, and get back in control? Um, well, first off, uh, taking Solid shots, you know, I think I had a few tough ones um, finding guys, you know, I found Boyan and got to a post up and that's early in the fourth, but um, finding Mike, you know, understanding that Mike's in the feud, not going to help off Mike, I can attack, understand they're going to blitz, finding Rudy, he's going to make a play. Um, that's really what it was, you know, and like I said, you know, being in the league four years, you like you see every coverage, you know, there's no new coverage that's that's invented. So understanding how to go about it, you know, and, and figure it out and whether it's to score or to pass, just being understanding, being patient. Um, understanding that it's, it's, a, it's a long game, like they're going to be runs, but how do you control it? And I think that was the biggest thing that we did. Mike did. Mike was, Mike was terrific, man, on all both ends of the floor. He was, he was Mike Conley, um, and he always has been for us all year. And, you know, he's taking it to an even another level. Um, and I feel like when you have a guy like that who can handle the ball, who can control the game as well, it makes my life and my job easier. So, like, you know, when I get certain shots, it's because he sees things and he's communicating that with me or he's putting me in positions to go ahead and score. Uh, and make plays too. So um, a lot of that too is Mike Conley being here. You know, he's, he's, it's big time. Sam Farnsworth, KSL TV. Hey, Donovan, uh, the, it seems like the physicality and intensity of this series, it just ramps up with every game tonight. There's a few uh, intense moments on the floor with Dylan Brooks out there as well. Uh, uh, one moment, I think in the second quarter, it looked like he, he might've hit you in the mouth or something. What happened there? And, and what was that, uh, the whole game going up against him, like? Um, 
we've we've had this all year, you know, myself, him, everybody, like that's just who he is. You know, he's a guy that goes out there and is competitive. Um, he's gonna go out there and be physical. We saw it, you know, it, against Steph. He did a really good job. You know, he's doing he's playing his butt off this series, but the biggest thing is not getting caught up in it, you know, and, and kind of just going back there. But I enjoy it. You know, I think it's what makes basketball fun. You know, I think like Mike, that's Mike's former teammate, Mike, and him going back for like, I think that's what makes basketball fun. Um, and then and I, I think that's what we enjoy and going out there and just continue to compete. Uh, as far as the elbow, you just got hit. You know, I got to get up and get back on defense. Like, that's it. Move on to the next play. And it's nothing really else to it. Andy Larson, Salt Lake Tribune. I'm curious, Don, usually when you're making big plays like the and one, the made three, we see you kind of fist pumping, we see you celebrating, bouncing off the floor, that kind of thing. Tonight you were more stoic um, in your responses. Why was that? Um, it's a long game. Uh, you know, I had spent a while and, you know, just getting back into it. and That's really it. Um, <clears throat> understanding that, you know, trying to, save your energy as much as possible, not needing to be as exuberant uh, or as, as like, you know, I think that's the right word to use there. Uh, but, you know, I think just not being as loud and kind of demonstrative in my movements, just keeping it, you know, understanding that, you know, it's it tired. It's a long game. It's being pressured and it's physical um, and just going out there and trying to execute the plays because, like I said, we've made big plays and they came back and made another play. So um, understanding that it's one possession at a time and, you know, that's really it. Not pretty, not having as much emotion uh, behind it, because that takes away from the job at hand. Nick Friedel, ESPN. Donovan, you mentioned Mike and, and the way he performed. Obviously, he's played a high level in the league a long time. But how impressive, impressive is it from your perspective for a guy to come into where he used to play and where there was so much emotion coming into the game to be able to raise his level and play the way he did tonight? Um, I think, you know, the big the biggest thing, man, is – He's just locked in, like he just has a different look, you know, I think. And that's one of the things that I saw from him in the bubble and I've seen it at an even higher level now. You know, he understands it, you know, he loves, he's played for Memphis for what, 13 years. Like, you know, at the end of the day, there's still love, you know, and you can see it and there's also love and competing against him. Um, and I think it is impressive because it's easy to be distracted. It's easy to kind of sit there and kind of, like I said, have that emotion behind it. And, you know, you got old friends out here, you got family, you got whatever out here. And, you know, I think, for him to be as locked in as he is, is definitely impressive from a mental standpoint of the game. I don't think people understand like that's a really, really big thing. You know, I've never experienced it, but you know, I remember his first game back here, it was mentally, he was all over the place. <laughs> um, and, you know, rightfully so, you know, it's an emotional moment for him, but to be back here competing um, against Ja, uh, who's like, you know, you got the OG and you got the young guy. Um, I think that's that's pretty dope. You know, it's a it's a dope story. But you know, for him, he's he's competing, man. He's he's doing this thing on both ends of the floor, and both of these guys taking the challenge head on. And I, I that's why that's why I love Mike. That's why we love Mike. Last question, Nicole Garena, Tab Deportes. Hi, Don. Congrats for the win. Thank you. You're welcome. How you feel in your second game after the injury, and how important is for you play this playoff game with the team? Um, it means the world, you know, to be able to play these games. Um, I think the biggest thing for me is picking my spots. It's been, I mean, outside of the last game, it's been what 30 down, 40 days, and understanding that it's not all going to come back at once. You know, there are certain shots that I missed tonight that I, that I feel like I make. There's certain decisions that I didn't make uh, that I do make as far as passing or turnovers and being there on defense, sprinting back. Like those, that's going to come as far as the rhythm and stuff like that and getting a feel for the game. 
Um, and you just got to continue to stay with it. You know, I got the greatest teammates in the world telling me, you know, continue to fight through it and <clears throat> continue to push um, and be aggressive. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing for me is understand it's not all going to come. This game is not going to come next game. It's, it's a process, but doing as much as I can um, and trying to be there for my teammates. All right. That's it. Thank you, Donovan. There's Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Donovan tonight, 29 points to lead the way for the Jazz in scoring. Said a number, uh, talked about a number of different things there, but uh, certainly the praise he had, uh, or, or has, I should say, for Mike Conley is well-deserved for Mike. Yeah, it's uh, it's got to be so nice for Donovan, who um, you know is a young guy, but is, is a guy who's kind of put his stamp on the game uh, you know, the last couple of years. But to have you know, a guy that you can, you can totally count on who you know uh, you don't have to bring the ball up. You don't have to get everybody in the right spot. There's another guy out there. And, and um, you know, I think that Mike has, has definitely um, approached this series with a, with a ton of energy, very serious. This is a, 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 something that's really important to him because it's a place he played all these years. And, um, man, it was like watching young Mike Conley with the Grizzlies, you know, watching in the, this game. He's just been tremendous. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final score, Jazz beat the Grizzlies tonight, 121 to 111. They moved, uh, they're up two games to one in their best of seven playoff series. We'll get you more sound from uh, the locker room. We'll get you some stat nuggets as well. Straight ahead on the Jazz Radio Network. Get a free Utah Jazz dark mode jersey or a signed Joe Ingles jersey when you open a new dream checking account with direct deposit at Cypress Credit Union. Plus, with every account opened, we'll donate a jersey to local youth charities. Quantities are limited, so open your account at a branch or online at CypressCU.com today. Cypress Credit Union, your future is our future. Federally insured by NCUA. Did someone say ice cream? At Far Better Ice Cream, we refuse to be ordinary. After 100 years, we have become Utah's most preferred ice cream. Our rich history of ice cream has always been filled with the freshest ingredients and made with love from the Far family. Make sure to pick up Far Better Ice Cream at finer grocery stores across the state or have a scoop during the game. At Far Better Ice Cream, we refuse to be ordinary and we will never settle for anything less than legendary. Far Better Ice Cream. Hi, it's Jan from Toyota. Summer's finally here, and with a great deal on a new Camry, RAV4, Highlander, Tacoma, and more, you can celebrate all of your favorite summer holidays, like Cinco de Mayo, Independence Day, International Pizza Party Day, Pepperoni, please. Kick off summer and get up to $17.50 cash back on the all-wheel drive Benza Hybrid. Cash back from Toyota Financial Services varies by region. See dealer for details. All friends, 6120. Visit your Utah Toyota dealer today. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Jazz fans, when you're shopping for your game day essentials, don't forget to pick up a bag of Ruffles potato chips. Each chip is cooked to crispy, crunchy perfection with the classic Ruffles ridges you know and love. Try out our new Ruffles flavors, Flamin' Hot Barbecue and Double Crunch Spicy Cheddar Jack. Ruffles is proud to be the official chip of the NBA and an official sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Ruffles, own your ridges. The show must go on. It's a phrase you hear a lot, and it means that regardless of what happens, you still got to perform. But our team likes to think about it differently. The game 
must go on. Because at the end of the day, at the end of the season, that's why we work hard. To give our fans the performance they came to see, wherever, whenever. So get ready, because around here, it's always game time. For performing your best in every situation, Zion's Bank is for you. Zion's Bank, a division of Zion's Bank Corporation, N.A., member FDIC. Ingles will inbound, finds Bogdanovich, contested three. Good! Boyan Bogdanovich! And the Jazz win! Jazz fans, they're finally here. Head to jazzteamstore.com now to order the Utah Jazz Playoff t-shirt gear. At checkout, make sure to use Route, a new service available to fans that will ensure and track your order from the time it leaves the arena to the moment it's on your doorstep. What are you waiting for? Visit jazzteamstore.com to get your playoff t-shirt today. Jazz game night post game show one twenty one to one eleven is your final. Uh, Utah Jazz beat the Memphis Grizzlies. They take a two games to one lead in the best of seven playoff series. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe, with you. Post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all new two thousand twenty one Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Let's get a look at your three-point feature tonight, sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union, helping uh, their members achieve their financial dreams for more than 80 years. Jazz, very good from three tonight. 44.2%, 19 of 43. They were led by Mike Conley, who was 7 of 10 from three. Royce O'Neal tonight was 4 of 7. Bogdanovich, 2 for 3. Donovan Mitchell, 2 for 10. George uh, was 1 for 2 coming off the bench. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, 2 for 7. And Joe Ingles, one for four. Man, Mike Conley, seven of ten. That is just out of this world. And then you look at what he's done from, uh, you know, this whole objective. Quinn talked about playing off the pass. And you look at Mike's stats in this series. He's got 34 assists to six turnovers. So it's 5.6 assists for for each turnover. Um, And and that's where it goes back to, like, uh, you know, David said, he's, he's running the entire show right now. And when you can get all that and then a guy who can step back and make those timely threes like he did tonight, making seven of ten, just a, a massive performance. This probably go down as the Mike Conley game so far. It should. It should. And he was great. And on his uh, his former home floor, um, going up against a, a player in Dylan Brooks that they used to be teammates, uh, just a special performance for Mike. And as much as the Jazz don't have a ton of answers for John Moran, it doesn't appear like the Grizzlies have a ton of answers for Mike Conley. No, is as, yeah. I mean, it's a great way to look at it. We look at it from man, Jaws killing us. But uh, Mike Conley has definitely been kind of uh, the fly in the ointment for Memphis. He, you know, Donovan's been great in the two games he's played. Um, but Mike's just handled the pressure, taking care of the basketball, got the guys in the right stuff. Uh, you know that they run offensively. He's been the guy who's kind of been uh, doing a, a decent job. You know, at times on Jaw. Uh, so you, you just can't underestimate the, the full contribution that Mike's giving the team. Yeah, it's remarkable. In fact, let's go back to Memphis and let's hear from the man himself, Mike Conley, in his postgame uh, media availability. Uh, we'll start with Eric Walden, Salt Lake Tribune. Mike, uh, Donovan said tonight that you were locked in in the bubble and you've taken it to another level in this playoff series. Kind of what's been working for you? What's been the mentality Going out there, it seemed like there were points tonight where you, 
it looked like you didn't feel like you could miss? Um, you know, really, it's just trying to keep the same mindset I've had. Um, something that, uh, you know, when I first got here, it took a minute for me to kind of find my groove. And, and because of that, I wasn't, you know, the same guy, you know, mentally. And, um, you know, over the last year, especially in the bubble, um, it really allowed me to kind of find my way and, and, and be there mentally before the game starts, you know, just be locked in and be thinking about plays, be thinking about shots that are going to go in, um, you know, accepting the challenge, you know, it's a great challenge to play against a team like this, and uh, especially on the road and um, in a place I'm familiar playing in and, you know, just go out there and just play as hard as I can. And, and if it's enough to win, it's, you know, I'm, I'm happy. So I'm just going to go out there and continue to do it. Sarah Todd, Deseret News. Mike, you mentioned being familiar here, and we asked you about this before you, before the the games in Memphis, and you said you didn't know what it was like, what it was going to be like playing in front of these fans as the enemy. Uh, what were what were the emotions that you had when kind of you first got out there on the court? Um, you know, I, I just started when we started to compete. You know, all that stuff kind of goes out the window. Uh, you know, I thought I'd be more wrapped up in it, but. Um, same time, man, I was just out there just just having fun and competing and uh, got into the flow of the game early. Uh, saw a couple saw a couple shots go in and uh, really found a good rhythm. And, uh, you know, once that happens, it's, you know, just trying to fill the game out the rest of the way. So um, it's a great environment to play in. Still one of my favorite places to play. So uh, it was it was fun to be a part of it. Sam Farnsworth, KSL TV. Yeah, not only that, Mike, but you also uh went up against, uh, you know, some former teammates, Dylan Brooks, uh, and you had some fun with him as well. It looked like a little jawing down the floor after you made a three-pointer that one time. Uh, but what was, what's it like going up against, uh, uh, I guess, him and, and some of your former teammates? Well, I mean, everybody from, you know, JV to Kyle to Dylan, uh, JJ, I mean, it's, it's fun. It's ironic that we're getting to play at the, high, at the highest level against each other like this. And, um, and those, all those guys compete. Man, that was one thing when I was here, whether it was in practice or shoot around or anything, um, we, were, we were going at it, you know, Dylan especially. You know, he's a guy that competes at everything, you know, from when we used to shoot together and, and shoot around, you know, before everybody got to the gym, we were two, two in there shooting, we would compete. Um, and there's no different when we play in the game. So uh, I expect that from him. And, um, you know, I'm not going back down. I'm going to continue to push forward and uh, do what I got to do to win. Tony Jones, The Athletic. What were you guys able to accomplish, um, you know, in those in those closing possessions on both ends? And, and how were you guys able to accomplish it? Well, I think um, defensively, uh, it was a night and day difference from, you know, the especially game one and two, um, how we were able to get our big up in the pick and roll a little bit higher, you know, with Ja. Um, so that he wasn't as comfortable when he got the ball in the paint. Uh, he still, he still, you know, with his quickness, he was still able to get a, get around the, the paint and get get to spots. But uh, we we made it take a, just a little bit to a little bit longer, a couple more dribbles here and there, you know, kind of trying to make him pick it up a little bit earlier and, and you know take off and, and challenge our bigs and our bigs did a phenomenal job of being there and uh, and we did a great job of rebounding in those cases too to to, to secure the ball uh, and on the offensive end, you know. Yeah, we found a couple couple of situations we liked, um, and Donovan, you know, was Donovan down the stretch. I was able to get a couple of shots here and there, and 
Rudy made some big plays as well. So, you know, we just, we just kind of, you know, executed the way we expected to execute. We didn't let them speed us up too much. Um, and that was a, the difference in winning and losing. Ben Anderson, KSLSports.com. Mike, you knew after you lost game one, you were going to have to win on a game, uh, a game on the road to win the series. How important is it to get the uh, first opportunity and, and get a home court advantage back? Uh, it was extremely important to win this one, honestly. You know, you can't, you know, you don't want to say must win too soon, but, you know, it felt like that. that's the kind of urgency we were playing with and we'll continue to play with throughout the series. Uh, like I said, this team isn't a team you want to play around with at all. Uh, we've tried a bunch of different things and uh, and they just keep attacking and keep keep finding ways uh, to give themselves chances to win. So um, we have to continue to be locked in, you know, because this is just one game and, um, you know, we have another one coming up in a few days and uh, just keep, keep our same mentality, uh, continue to adjust, continue to get better um, and hope that we can come away with another one. All right, last question, Nick Friedel, ESPN. Mike, as the guy who was the face of this Memphis team for so many years with Mark, what is it like playing on this playoff stage in Memphis going against Ja? Um, you know, it's, it's amazing to be playing against a guy like Ja, first off. Um, just seeing a guy that's so talented, he's a young superstar in our league, you know, wearing the jersey that I'm so used to wearing. Um, you know, getting the cheers from the crowds that I'm so used to hearing, you know, is surreal. You know, it's like full circle. You never thought that it would it would be this way. Uh, I never did, at least. And, um, you know, it's like sometimes you just you live long enough to become the villain. And I've become that uh, for for this, uh, you know, I guess the Memphis Grizzlies now. So, um, you know, just got to take that in stride, continue to, to do what I do and um, and have fun with it, have fun with the game. All right, that's all the questions. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Great line. You live long enough to become the villain, and that is what Mike has become in Memphis. Yeah, I, I, the villain's a nice, you know, I, I'm 51, and I'm sure there's people that think I'm a villain. I've lived long enough. Uh, but in his there's situation... Referees in the West Coast referees Conference. Referees, for sure, might... <laughs> that are listening to this flipping the bird at the, uh, at the radio. No, I, there's, there's a part of this that that's, that's, the, that's the fun of it. I think Donovan's the one that said, you know, the fans, we all get riled up, and, but the, the competitive spirit of this Memphis team, and we saw this in the middle of the year, uh, it's supreme. They, they play really hard. They play to win. Um, and, you know, there's stuff that gets a little bit sideways, but I, I love the Jazz mindset. It's not – I, I feel like Memphis was maybe in their heads a little bit in game one. Uh, because there was so much going on. But since then, the Jazz just knuckled down and played great basketball, have left all the antics to to the Grizzlies. And um, I just love the way that, you know, again, Donovan takes an elbow in the mouth. Um, you know, Mike gets involved in a little bit of a, a deal with Dylan Brooks, and the Jazz walk away from him. And that's that's the way it's got to be. Dylan needs to be the one sitting down with five fouls in crunch time, you know, because that's uh, that's part of uh, keeping your head and and letting them kind of get out of kilter a little bit. All right, let's dive into your stat nuggets, courtesy of our good friend Tyson Ewing. Uh, he does stats for the television broadcast for AT&T Sportsnet. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ty Ewing 2 and he's actually right up in our studio right now. So we're, let's say hello to good old Tyson Ewing as we uh, read his stat nuggets here. Uh, and always nice to get a visit from the world-famous TV people up here in lowly old radio. Radio land. 
Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Jazz had seven stops on the last eight possessions and thus pulled away at the end. Utah had consecutive stops just once in the second half prior to the final four minutes. Wow. That's pretty amazing right there. That is amazing. Uh, Donovan scored 10 of the last 14 points in the 14-2 run to close the game. Memphis missed the final nine shots of the game. Mike Conley tied his play, uh, he tied his playoff career high with seven made threes. Uh, Mike Conley's fourth career 25-5-5 playoff game, first since April of April 2017, which was game four of the first round versus San Antonio. Rudy Gobert, uh, second career 15.10 rebound, four-block playoff game. The first one was in game number two. So Rudy is playing at a very high level. His blocks are, you know, he's, he had another great one tonight, just waited, 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 you know, and just jumps at the right time. Great timing. Royce O'Neal tied his playoff career high with four made threes. Uh, he really did it in the first half, too, and gave the team a little little bounce. That's so important. I mean, it, it's Royce's shots are so important because they're, that's what the defense is going to give you, and when he makes a couple of those, they have to adjust on the fly. Yep. All right, Donovan, uh, with two made threes, he has tied Darren Williams for fifth in Jazz playoff history with 76 three-pointers. Also, with nine made shots, he has moved into eighth in Jazz playoff history with 238 made shots. That's pretty amazing considering his. it feels like his uh, playoff career is very young. Very young. Very, very, very young. The bubble helped, though. The bubble was like... Uh, yeah, that's a good point. That was, that was like playing... Um, Almost arcade basketball. Yeah, that that had a little NBA jam yeah, feel did. too. Yeah, you know, didn't it? All right, and finally, this one. Let's go with John Morant. Became the first player since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1970 to score 100 plus points in a player's first three playoff games. I, I can't understate. Like I love this. Love watching him play. You know, you don't like to play against him, but man, you just have to respect the fact that. You know, everybody knows what he's going to do, but uh, it, it's really that competitive nature um, and the fact that he never backs down from a challenge. I absolutely love the way this kid plays. How about the 360 he threw in there Unbelievable. too? Yeah, it just made it look easy, too. Oh, man. Yes, please. That guy, I mean, there are some really exciting young players in the NBA right now. Really exciting young players, and he's he's leading the charge. Yeah, how about Luca last night, too? Yep. I mean, obviously came up short, but, man, he was good again. Well, you you know, throw in guys like uh, Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker and yep. Jason Tatum, uh, Zion Williamson, Trey and, Young, and Trey Young. Yes, absolutely. You know these guys that are just <laughs> thrilling it's, to watch. It's their turn, right? Yeah. And then, but then you get a guy like like Conley, who's the the old sage. It's just like easy guys. I'm still out here. Who's just going to have a monster game and remind you that? Oh yeah, these guys are pretty good too. And if you you know if there was any point where you were frustrated with Mike Conley. Last year, you need to repent. Yep. Yep, he's looking pretty good now. I haven't said now. that in a while, but yeah. you need to do that. <laughs> All right, uh, post game brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, the, uh, the sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek. With standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and a more powerful engine, learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Your final from Memphis. Jazz beat the Grizzlies 121-111. to 111. We'll get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one before we turn things over to Austin Horton and Amanda Smith tonight for a little playoff overtime coming your way. So stay tuned. More next on the Jazz Radio Network.
Jazz fans, this season when the Utah Jazz get eight or more steals in a game, you can steal a classic Arby's roast beef sandwich for only $1 the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com to learn more. The world is up and at them. It's time to get moving again. So get up, stretch the legs, grab the kids, and move. Your family has places to go, and Larry H. Miller dealerships have vehicles to get you there. Visit any of our conveniently located dealers for tremendous savings on auto services. Get that oil changed, tires rotated, and systems checked, because you're getting ready to move, America, and we're with you. Larry H. Miller dealerships, online at lhmauto.com. Driven by you. Remodel the kitchen, spruce up the yard, consolidate debt. With a home equity line of credit from Mountain America Credit Union, you can get things done. Take advantage of the flexibility and fast financing decisions, and for a limited time, get a special introductory rate. Loans on approved credit equal housing lender. Get details and apply for your Mountain America home equity line of credit at macu.com slash HELOC. Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Hey, jazz fans. When you're shopping for your game day essentials, don't forget to pick up a bag of Ruffles potato chips. Each chip is cooked to crispy, crunchy perfection with the classic Ruffles ridges you know and love. Try out our new Ruffles flavors, Flamin' Hot Barbecue and Double Crunch Spicy Cheddar Jack. Ruffles is proud to be the official chip of the NBA and an official sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Ruffles, own your ridges. Hey, jazz fans, get the latest and greatest jazz gear at the Utah Jazz Team Stores located inside Bivens Arena, inside Smith's Marketplace at 3215 South Valley Street in Salt Lake, or online at jazzteamstore.com. And don't forget to follow the Jazz Team Store on Twitter and Instagram at Jazz Team Store for giveaways, special releases, and stock updates. Visit jazzteamstore.com or stop by the Team Store for the best and exclusive gear of Utah Jazz gear. Go Jazz! Right now, the gap between what you should save and what you can save has never felt bigger. The U.S. Bank mobile app can help by finding ways to help you reach your savings goals with personalized insights that fit your real life to make your financial goals feel within reach. Because even our tools are smart enough to put people first. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Jazz fans, this season when the Utah Jazz get eight or more steals in a game, you can steal a classic Arby's roast beef sandwich for only $1 the next day. Download the Utah Jazz app, turn on notifications, and visit utahjazz.com to learn more. Donovan Mitchell's got 22 points today. Calls for a pick from Rudy. They spread the floor. Donovan's being guarded by Kyle Anderson. Donovan accelerates, rises, fires, pow! Three ball, Donovan Mitchell! Mike Conley meets Donovan at half court with a high five and says, yes, sir! David Locke with your play of the game, brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection, lhmauto.com. Driven by you. Jazz win tonight over the Grizzlies. They take a two games to one lead in the series thanks to 121-111 victory post game. Brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. 
Uh, the sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer in the all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, Donovan Mitchell led the way for the Jazz tonight with 29 points, 9 of 23 shooting. He was 9 of 11 from the line, 5 assists, 2 rebounds. Mike Conley, probably the story of the night. No, probably. He was the story of the night. 27 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds for Mike. He was terrific. 8 of 16 shooting. Rudy Gobert, consistently awesome. Uh, once again tonight, 15 points, 14 boards, 4 block shots. Bogdanovich had 15. Royce with 12. Clarkson had 15 coming in uh, off the bench. As far as uh, Memphis goes, they were led by John Morant's 28. Dylan Brooks had 27. Grayson Allen had 17 coming in uh, off the bench and uh, the jazz closed the door that uh, we, we hit that Tyson Ewing stat nugget in the last segment there uh, where uh, in fact, let me bring it uh, back up. So I have it exactly. Um, the jazz had seven stops on their last eight possessions. And before that they had only gotten consecutive stops once. I mean, that, that almost tells the story of the game right there. I mean, they let Memphis back in it and then just slammed the door at the end. Well, it's a, it's such an encouraging sign because the one thing coming out of the first two games is, man, I don't know down the stretch if if the Jazz can get enough stops against this this team, particularly John Morant. Uh, so for them to really win that game in the last five minutes, and obviously they they jumped out just like they should, got a good lead, led by eleven at the end of the the third. And Memphis made a run, uh, not surprising at all. Totally what we would expect and what we've seen from this Memphis team. Um, but the Jazz, to be able to uh, take all of that and, and actually go down to, and then in those last five minutes be able to do what they did, um, get key baskets, key stops, that's how you win a game. Um, and they, they did a nice job of executing. That's really what it came down to. Um, you know, when did they win the game? They won the game in the last five minutes because they were finally able to kind of put everything together, get stops, get rebounds, and then, you know, Donovan, Mike, um, Rudy all make really big shots down the stretch for the Jazz to pull it out. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get a, a few final thoughts on this one from you before we turn things on over to the guys. Well, and Gal, of course, Amanda sitting in tonight for playoff overtime. Yeah, I think the the, the main thing that will stand out to me about this game is – um, just what we talked about in pregame. This was a not a must-win game because I felt like the Jazz uh, are they're the better team here, but certainly the the path of least resistance was figuring out a way to win tonight. I think it does take wind out of the sails, both of the players in Memphis and the fans. But you know, by no means is this this series over. We all know that the push is going to be very very difficult, and the Jazz can find a way. Um, to, to play well and put themselves in a position to win on Monday night, uh, then you can look down the road at coming home and finding a way to, to finish this thing and then get valuable, valuable rest and while the Clippers and Mavericks continue to duke it out. So still a long ways away, but love the trend. Love that, again, the Jazz found a way to get stops, pivotal stops in the last five minutes, key baskets, and, and really... Uh, the play of Mike Conley will be kind of the the main memory I take from tonight. We want to say a big thanks, as usual, to Lock and Boone. Great work from those two. Uh, terrific job. Uh, thanks to John Kiefer, our broadcast assistant tonight. Thanks to Alex Lundberg. Lundy doing a terrific job. By the way, shout out to Lundy. 
He comes in, produces Real Golf Radio this morning, uh, rolls into Vitality Radio, and then uh, a little Utah car sense, then hosts the Saturday show for his trouble, only to get about 10 minutes off before he had to come back and produce Jazz Game Night. So terrific work today, Alex. Wait, he's asleep. Lundy, wake up. Wake it up back okay, there. there he goes. Yeah. Uh, put in uh, a, a, a long day, so big ups to uh, to him for doing that for sure. We want to say big thanks to uh, Mark Miller Subaru, title sponsor of the Post Game Show. The sun is rising on adventure. Explore the world safely this summer. The all-new 2021 Subaru Crosstrek with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and a more powerful engine. Learn more at markmillersubaru.com. And, of course, Coach Lacombe, you're the best. Thanks, buddy. I'll see you on Memorial Day. Memorial Day it is. Jazz 2-1 lead. Um, everybody's got to feel good tonight. Uh, about a, a, I thought it was a great basketball game. Yep. 121 to 111 is your final. Jazz beat the Grizzlies. They take a two games to one lead in the best of seven first round NBA playoff series. Coming up next, Austin Horton, Amanda Smith, Jazz playoff overtime. Let up those calls now. Here we go. Uh, Alex, uh, phone lines open. We got those. Uh, all right, they're open. 855 340 zone. 855 340 zone. Line them up now. Uh, that's coming up next. Uh, our next broadcast is coming your way on Monday night. Tip-off uh, for Game 4 will be at 7.30. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Hey, Jazz fans. When you're shopping for your game day essentials, don't forget to pick up a bag of Ruffles potato chips. Each chip is cooked to crispy, crunchy perfection with the classic Ruffles ridges you know and love. Try out our new Ruffles flavors, Flamin' Hot Barbecue and Double Crunch Spicy Cheddar Jack. Ruffles is proud to be the official chip of the NBA and an official sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Ruffles, own your ridges. Home searching has improved with technology, yet many are left feeling overwhelmed with extensive information and seemingly endless